Hello and welcome to the Comedian's Outlook. I'm Luke Anthony and for this episode I was joined by none other than Rich Wilson. What can I say about Rich? He's just brilliant. He's brilliant at everything. He's a brilliant comedian. He's a brilliant MC and just a brilliant person. He's just wonderful. Really is. He really is a great guy. We recorded this at the Bill Murray, so big thanks to the Angel Comedy Club for allowing us to record upstairs. After that, we had a few drinks and we he was featuring on Rob Deering's Beat This. It was a really good night. We really enjoyed it. We also recorded an episode to his podcast, Insane in the Membrane, which I'll be guesting on, so that's going to be coming soon. In this episode, we speak about his mental health. He listens to so many people's stories on his podcast, and I think it was important to get his story and and what what his mental health is like and why he started doing that podcast. So I'm sure you're really going to enjoy this. But before we dive into that conversation, I've just got to let you know that we now have exclusive content. So what you can do is you can run over to my website, luke-anthony.co.uk. There's a banner there that says click here for exclusive content. Takes you to another page and then you can subscribe. You can give me a small monthly donation and there's going to be a load of unheard conversations that I have with these comedians. Uh, that didn't make the final edit there's going to be some anecdotes that i tell comedians but don't make the final edit and also as a new feature that's going to be starting from next week the comedians bonus outlook and that's just a set of questions that i ask the comedians and there's usually some funny answers we bounce off a, a couple of ideas it's a bit of banter it's going to be really fun so that's just a small monthly donation and there's also a link in the show notes as well please do subscribe rate and review the podcast wherever you listen to it it really does help but without further ado please welcome to the show the one, the only, Rich Wilson. Well, thank you so much for joining me, Rich. It's my pleasure. My pleasure. Now, yeah. now the thing is with you, mate, um, you, you're such a slag. You've been on so many podcasts <laughs> that yeah. I've been trying to listen to some just to, so I don't. I ask you something that's never been asked. <laughs> I think we've covered everything. I think I've yeah. done. I've done music. I've just done a film. A film one as well. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. you did um, Spotlight. I did one with. Um, what is your favourite? Oh, on the phone. Yeah, we did, that was it. We did that one. Yeah, yeah I, do you know what? Because I love doing them. I love I, I, anyone who says you want to come on. I go, yeah, go on. Yeah. And then I forget because I, I don't, I don't think I don't assume anyone's going to listen to it. No offence to, to you or anyone that does the who does. It's like mine. I don't, I don't think about people listening to it. So I don't, I don't remember what I've said. Because <laughs> I think, well, no one's going to, no one's going to have listened to it. Yeah. So, and someone, someone else said the other day, mate, you, you keep, you have repeated yourself a few times. And I'm like, well, I just talk. People ask me a question, and I'll talk, and I forget what I've said before. Because I just, like I say, I assume no one's listening to it. It's your favourite <laughs> reference as well, and to build a conversation. Yeah. You can only speak from your point of view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things are always going to be repeated. I, I would say the same things yeah. about six times in a day to different people. Of course. It's what is on my mind yeah. in a day. So, and with the podcast, like, I, when I have guests on, they always ask me how many listens mm. I've had. I, right. have, I have no idea. <laughs> I don't even look. Producer Paul takes care of all that for me. Does he? Does he we, just, yeah, him... And Jade, my missus, uh, I'm only two minutes in, I'm already mentioning her every single time. <laughs> one day I'll do one, I won't mention her at all. Um, and, then, and then she'll break up with you, she'll be well pissed if you've not mentioned her. <laughs> I'll do it on purpose as well. Um, they look at the numbers, they've got, they understand it. Like there's, there, I don't know if you've seen it where the percentages and they say, oh, well, that. That with that, with that with those two are green. That's fine, and that's red. That that sometimes goes green. He said the trick is to try and get them all green. Uh, if that one goes red, then that's not good. And then I'm just, by the time I got to that, I'm like, oh, I don't know what are we doing again. I, don't, <laughs> you know, I know he's just say I, I I didn't get into it to to 
you know, to worry about numbers and things like that. I want people to listen to it, and hopefully they do. Yeah, so and that's it, really. On the off chance that someone hasn't listened to it, it's called the insane, yes. insane in, in the men brain. Which again, yeah, every man. person that interviews you and talks to you, mate, they always say it's a fucking great name. <laughs> Took the rest of the day off. Again, you've answered that question exactly so many times. I know, yeah. I, but I, I just am so pr- that I think. So uh, Jade was saying that I'm really good at coming up with names for things. I'm always like we're saying stuff like we've got a we've got a, a Spotify playlist. Um, and it's called Kiss Me Before the Lights Change and I was like that's a, that would be a great Smiths album and we came up with that in the car <laughs> so I'm really I'd like, I do like naming stuff I like, I like writing uh, names of songs that don't exist okay yeah, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> when we were, when we were, it was one for Halloween called Ass Pumpkins which actually became a song <laughs> <laughs> did it yes oh, there's nice. a comedian called Silky liked it and made it into a song so there's Arse Pumpkins is out there somewhere are you still getting royalties for that <laughs> <laughs> yeah I get a cup of tea whenever I see him <laughs> yeah. yeah that's what you want really yeah 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 but I am but Insane in the Membrane I think is my proudest moment apart from my children <laughs> you did it again <laughs> yeah. just sort of slipped that in there. that's it yeah yeah caveat the shit out of that <laughs> no, that's great man that's great I mean there's some yeah, I mean, I, I'm in a weird, I'm, a, I'm at a weird point with like, you know, that sort of stuff because I'm of an age where my my dad was it was didn't exist. And I, so right. for for you, you're kind of at a generation where it was just not talked about. So mm. I mean, how, how are you finding coming to terms with like in the modern age? I know, you, like, you know, you, you're being described as a woke geezer that didn't get you much. Um, yeah, didn't get you much much love, did it? <laughs> I think it's so wrong, man. Like they they got trolled for that. I got really trolled for that and it was the reason we put it on the poster because it was funny it just made me it was a funny feminist quote geezer yeah it was a funny quote those words together was really funny and so we put it on the poster and then there was a couple of people that got really angry when we boosted the post on Facebook no way to the point I stopped looking at Facebook I went because I was getting involved and I was saying like what are you doing Mm. they're going oh you've clearly got skeletons in your closet and then someone called me a paedophile which made me laugh and I got into that with them and I went yeah fine alright I'll be a paedophile mate if that's what you want <laughs> and then it, though, so that troll actually he and I or, or she and I whoever, whatever they or whatever they are actually we started getting on through the back and forth but there's this one guy who was so angry and he just kept putting, he put, kept putting on these fucking it's just screed just, just, just hating me and Jade's got access to all my social media so she goes on and then she wouldn't even I wouldn't read it and she didn't read it she'd just delete what he'd said mm. so he was just getting more and more ramped up and then he and then he, he said uh, oh you're deleting my deleting my comments like a fucking pussy let's hope nobody deletes you in real life well, he, on stage that was it let's hope no one deletes you on stage right so yeah from just from those three words livid Jesus. yeah man Jesus yeah so much hate I, I, I don't understand yeah. it like you, do you know what you, I think you, you, said, you said you did one about um, films and that mm. It's like when people say, what's your least favourite film? And I think, well, any film is really fucking hard to make. Yeah. So, give I, it a break. Yeah, I've said the same thing about music. There isn't, there isn't any, there's no such thing as shit music, right? And hear me out. I know that sounds funny. But if someone, if someone makes a music and then someone likes it, someone somewhere thinks it's great. So, I've, there's music that I don't like and I won't listen to. But it doesn't mean it's shit. It's just it, it's just I don't like it. So like, even like Peter Andre's Mysterious Girl, 
it's not my I don't actively seek it out but someone somewhere puts that on and gets some joy from it so I can't, how can I say that shit you know yeah is, is that yeah. a recent development or is that something you've been like oh yeah I was, yeah when I was growing up it was like if, if I liked what I liked and everything else was shit and if you didn't like what I liked you were shit <laughs> you know and I have there's, there's, there's still elements my my thought process is quite judgmental I've noticed okay I, I will especially if I'm tired if I'm, t- if I'm tired so I'm a bit cranky and I'll see someone I go fucking stay in them shoes and then in my head I'm like who are you to tell them they probably look at you and think you're weird so I have an argu- internal argument with myself because yeah. I'm a judgmental knobhead in my head yeah <laughs> so um, just just for the sake of the rest of the podcast what sort of mood are you in at the moment <laughs> I'm alright actually I got I was um, driving up from I live in Leon C in Essex yeah. and uh, I drove I drove up I was going to get a train, but then last night I got a bit pissed and I just thought I don't want another night like that. So, um, uh, I was at a, uh, Jade was doing a, th- a radio thing. So I was waiting at uh, a Soho Theatre and, uh, and then another fellow comic of mine, a good friend of mine, uh, Paul Thorne, happened to wander by and we were in, in shit-faced <laughs> Soho Theatre. So in order to avoid that, I drove in. People are so aggressive, man. In There's London? No, oh, I think... I think the general air of, of people, everybody's everybody's making sure that they're all right, and there's a lot of argy bargy. Like there isn't any, like no one, no one's letting anybody out of side roads, and you're and they're just barreling through cars parked on either side. No one's like waiting for anyone, and I'm not surprised. I get it because everyone's under a lot of pressure now. You know, I think we are taking it out on each other a little bit, especially on the roads. You get you get behind the wheel of your car, and that's it. Change, yeah. Man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I'm pretty cool. I don't, I don't have road rage. I get fucked off when I, 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 what happened? I had a weird moment. I pulled out of a side road. I know it's not very exciting. Pulled out of a side road. There was a so I'm onto this main road now. There was a zebra crossing immediately. Then there was someone pulling out from the other side. There was uh, someone went to, went to go across the zebra crossing, and a two cyclists had come out of different directions. And I had to just sit. I just stopped and I'm like someone somewhere is going to get killed here because the people going across the zebra crossing didn't wait they just stepped out there's two cars me and this other car have pulled out together to go then this cyclist is weaving in there and I said it was like the sims man I was just sitting there going this is fucking nuts and I had to wait and just I thought like, I'm going to let everyone else get out of the way and then I'll go through because I my biggest fear is killing someone in my car yes it is a fear yeah it is a fear and, and you know when Sometimes when you when you are driving a bit erratically, you need to get somewhere, yeah. and you forget about yeah, everything, yeah, yeah. and you forget about the people around you, yeah. and you think, well, just one split second of me being a knobhead on the road yeah, man. could mean the end of someone's life, and then they're yeah. probably the end of my life. Well, yeah, yeah, you'll never recover from that. Imagine taking someone's life because you were rushing, you were yeah. rushing to get to where a shitty job. Nothing's worth rushing. No, for. man, no. Man. I remember my ex-wife. We were. We were on a Greenwich station, and she was. And the train was was on the on the platform when we walked through. So she ran for the for the train, and I was. I, I, and I didn't. I'm like, no, I'm not running for this. And she, uh, she, she had shitty shoes on, so they came off, and she just face planted into the into the platform. And then and then we had actually ripped her tights and all that, and we had to. I took her to the chemist, and, and we had to go and get her a brandy. And like, she really fucking hurt herself. And I'm like, never ever run. Never run for a train or a or a bus. If you're already late, 
you know, you're only you're gonna be late a bit. You're gonna be a bit more late, but at least you're not gonna hurt yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone else. I said to the missus, just calm down. Yeah, no, yeah. You're gonna lose your headphones if you rush out the car. You're gonna, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. I replaced yeah. about six pairs of headphones <laughs> just from a rushing. Just chill the fuck out. It's yeah. fine. Jade's like Jade's got. Um, I keep. I bought I bought some uh, Bluetooth headphones and uh, and I went, I got myself a pair and I got Jade a pair and then. Suddenly, I'm like, "Where's my, where are my headphones?" And Jade had them on. And I'm like, well, "Where?" I made sure I got different colours as well. I went, "Where were yours?" And she went, "Oh, the the rubber bits have come off the end because she'll jam them in her bag and then she'll go, oh, where's, oh, there's me.' And she'll just yank them out, like, "No." And I sound like a right dad now. And I'm like, yeah, "Look yeah. after your stuff," you know. I, do you know what? This has happened quite a lot to me recently. But everyone keeps talking about the losing those little foamy bits on the end. You know, those little mm. uh, things that come off from the rubber bits. Yeah, I've got a massive pack of them. <laughs> from old headphones uh, I never lose headphones well I have left headphones you always come with spares <laughs> that's right yeah 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 next time I see him I'll bring some in yeah do replenish, replenish order for headphones <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I did that as well I found the packet and, and did it had yeah. a bit of a yeah did it at work I've got someone at work who's got like white headphones and black little things it doesn't look right but that's alright as long as they sound alright yeah, yeah it doesn't matter does it? but yeah that rushing around in your car I am I'm, I, I panic that I'm going to kill someone in my car. You know, you're, dri- you're essentially you're driving a bomb. You know, yeah, there's yeah, fire yeah. and fuel and all sorts going on underneath, and it's yeah. you know it's this big combustion engine thing that's could you know the damage you could do with that. It's not a toy. Is no, it? it's not a toy. no, we're flinging it around because we, we want to get a coffee. <laughs> that's yeah. what it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah cost is going to get busy in a minute. I need to yeah, get. See, got to get there. Got to get there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, breakfast, McDonald's breakfast is going to stop. Oh God. I always feel a little bit short change of the McDonald's breakfast. I feel like you don't get quite enough. It's a funny one because you know it's bad for you and you, you go, you have that moment where you go, fuck it, I'm just going to have it. I'm going to have it. And then you really want it. And I always get an extra hash brown. Yes, that's the yeah. thing. You'd never get enough hash brown. No, get an extra like one. When you get a large fries, you feel like you've been like in the evening, in the afternoon, yeah. or I don't know, whenever you want to go and get your McDonald's, yeah. other other chains are available. Um, but if you want to get your, <laughs> you, yeah. uh, you want to get your fries, and you get like a good helping of them. Yes, but like you get one fucking hash brown, and never really bullshit. Quite, it's yeah. bullshit, and I never feel, I never feel pleased with myself. <laughs> after I've done it just guilty I'm like oh, why have you done this and it's in the, it's the beginning of the day you've now this is a shit foundation to build a good day on this yeah. is going to be an average day because you're going to feel you're going to feel yeah f- oh, fuck's sake it took me all the five minutes to, to neck that and destroy that burger and that um, what is it a patty breakfast and, right, and yeah. a hash brown but it's going to take me three months to burn it off oh man that's the thing isn't it it's that it's oh god the calories in it <laughs> it's like well, well we're allowed to have what is it two two thousand five hundred and I think a McDonald's breakfast is like 1500 <laughs> it doesn't like give you a lot of space Four ten o'clock yeah you've already maxed out <coughs> yeah you're not yeah that's that's it's terrible I've done really well though just lately I've managed to avoid it I've had porridge and fruit so <laughs> yeah not, it's not fun but it's no. better than, than that shit yeah. I don't know I quite like now, now you can get your porridge all like portioned out for you like you can buy the Quakers stuff again. Other yeah. products available, but Quakers is <laughs> the best. Uh, well, you say that now. I I know it doesn't look like it, but I used to have a personal trainer. 
couple of years ago uh, Andre from Lithuania this great big dude I've said this before he had the body of Dolph Lundgren but he had the face of Steve McQueen he was a fucking dude and he he used to see me in the gym and I was poncing around and he just and he just he goes what are you trying to do so I'm trying to lose weight and he went well he goes there's no point in you being in this gym because your diet is shit so I'll help you, but you have to. I will. I want this is the, this is what I want you to do. I want you to send me your groceries. Show me the and what what. Show me the, the on the back the ingredients and that, and I'll teach. I'll tell you which ones you should be having. So those portions of of porridge, mm. you go. Oh, that's easy. I just whack it. I'm having porridge. There's so much sugar yeah, in yeah, those. Yeah. It's terrible. So I I always get what he said to me was get you get a bag of old, uh, rolled oats. Yeah, uh, and you can just put it in hot water, uh, let them sit for a bit so they melt, so they, you know they, they dissolve a little bit. Put some fruit in it, yeah, and do that. That's much better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it there's not there's not eighteen grams of sugar in it. Yeah. yeah, you see that James Acaster? You've got a off menu podcast where we're talking about food. Here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure uh, Acaster and Gamble are shaking in their, their <laughs> yeah. boots listening to the yeah. food we're talking about. Yeah, 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 <laughs> loving it. Love but it. yeah, trying to lose. I do. I do. I, I someone sent me a picture the other day. They'd. Um, th- I just happened to be outside their flat, mm. and I was walking down the road, and they took a picture of me. And I'm like, oh, that's got. I've got to change. That's awful. That's <laughs> awful. Yeah. And the you know, the thing is, though, you you dress in a way that you know you dress smart. Mm. You always dress to impress. Thank you. Uh, it is a compliment. There's a bit to follow that. But the trouble is with that is that then you'll always be judged on that. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, some some people mm. just turn up in just a black top all the time, so there's yeah. no frame of reference. So you could they, you can't say that they've come out of fashion or gone into fashion or yeah. um, with with the life you you know you're living now. Mm. You need to be careful, mate. You, you, <laughs> Well, I, do you know what? I don't, I, this sounds really, it's, I'm not arrogant in any way, shape or form, but I wear what I want to wear. I don't really, I don't follow fashion. I just wear what I want. But and if you wear I, you the know, same thing all the time, yeah. then then eventually you'll just be in fashion again. So you just, just <laughs> is, that what you're, is that what you're going with? Is I, that what you're going mate, with? Mate, I just <laughs> dress in the most generic beige clothes. <laughs> well, that's the thing, if you're not, I'm really into clothing. And so if you're, if it's, if you're really into it, then, you know, you're really into it it's just something you're into but if you're not if you're if, if clothing to you is just function only just to stop you getting arrested then that's fine as well that's up to you you know but I I really like clothes yeah, yeah, and yeah. I like so it's yeah it's something I I used to be a mod years ago yeah my dad is that's, that's why yeah. I, know that I have to ah, try it yeah I bet he, but he yeah I bet he's a bit he, no he still dresses yeah. smart yeah good um, good is, um, Once yeah. you've been in it, it never leaves you. I, I came away from the mod thing because it was too restricting. Like you have to wear certain things and listen to certain music, and you can. And, it, and I just didn't want to be a part of that. You know, I like the mod stuff, but I like skinhead and I like punk and I like all sorts. So mm. I like to mix it up a bit. But then you know, I look at sometimes I wear stuff and I'm like, just, it doesn't look, it doesn't look out of the ordinary. You know, but because there's, there's people I admire, they go, "Fuck, they're wearing a cape." You know? yeah. How cool is How that? The fuck I'd look, you get away with that. I couldn't yeah. wear a cape. I'd look like the, I'd look like the vampire from Sesame Street. <laughs> just uh, just the one who turned up for a Halloween party like six months later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, there's that brilliant uh, Noel Gallagher story about when he saw Noel Fielding at, a, at an awards thing. Oh, he was in a bar or something, and Noel Gallagher went up to Noel Fielding and said, "Look, it's not the fact that you're wearing a cape. 
It's the fact that it's a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. I really like that. I've seen Noel Fielding. We played comedians football briefly. And I said to him about capes. And I said, oh, I have, I've got one. I just haven't got the balls to wear it. And he was just like, God, everyone needs a cape at some point, mate. <laughs> there's always a time yeah. for it yeah, abs is always at one point in your life you should all you should yeah have a go he's at, a very funny uh, guy he is yeah have a go and a, and a, a proper East End lad <laughs> yeah he? when he plays football he's just like someone said he goes oh I'm going to go and play football and they're like what are you going to wear it's like well, <laughs> just boots and shorts like. I, don't, I don't imagine he turned up in a cape to play football a cape and uh, <laughs> silver pixie boots yeah, it just it just turned up in like the whole mighty boost gear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see, yeah. <laughs> is this yeah. Sort of comedians' football still going on? I only heard of it recently. It is, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's on uh, every Tuesday, I believe they play. Let me go and blimey, it must be nearly twenty years I've been doing it now, because I started playing it uh, two thousand and seven. Wow, I've not played it for since last January because I, I, I live too far away now where is it but in London it's in London it's in South East London I won't, give, I won't say where because sometimes uh, names do come down and, and have a run around so oh, you don't want to yeah yeah because yeah, 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 we've, be, we've had it before where don't worry I'm not trying to find out the address with me just, <laughs> just not you not you Jesus. outsiders mate outsiders because I, I you know you, you can, I'll tell you after if you want to come that's right now, oh, mate. That's the most annoying thing for a podcast <laughs> listener. We're gonna, we're gonna because if I t- if I say this <laughs> and then I go because we had someone very famous come down who used to come down before they were famous, so it's just a part of yeah, what yeah, yeah do. Of But the but it was carnage because there were school kids playing on the pitch next next door. They're all climbing the fence and, oh and it went a bit mad. So we try not to. And that's the other thing as well with comedians. If if anyone if any comedians come down. And they start, they, they use it as a networking thing, mm. get jogged on. It's not for that. No, it's no, just, no, no. it's all the people that never got picked for the team at school <laughs> and now in charge of it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, yeah. I now run a football group in Cambridge. Oh, really? Yeah. So, so I, that, that, that's just because I always got picked near to the last. Yeah. I was always quite good. I just, yeah. Um, but, people didn't think so it's fine I was the same I just wasn't I just wasn't one of the popular kids in school yeah. I wasn't I wasn't part of the gang the cool gang yeah. so I was an in-betweener definitely an in-betweener but the thing is yeah. with you Rich mate, is that you know you might, you might not you might have been the in-betweener then but now now you're regarded like the coolest the coolest comedian on the oh, mate. people keep saying it it's, it's, really yeah yeah that's nice I think they've said it to you mate on a podcast before so um, I don't know I, it's not it's obviously you want I want everyone to you know you want everyone to like you and you know but I just I don't I don't worry about I think I don't worry about what people think anymore I used to I used to be terrible like you and I would have a conversation and I'd walk away and then I'd be thinking oh shit they think I'm an asshole. but I don't think that way anymore I'm like look I was myself and whatever wherever, wherever however you take that it, I, I have no control over that so that's it's there's nothing I can do so there's really no point worrying about it so I think with age as well you get you get more especially over the last sort of five years when I've really taken a look at myself and, and tried to get rid of all this shit that was making me unhappy my own behaviours that were because I'm not I wasn't the person I was being I was being this dickhead and in my heart I'm not that person so being more who you feel you are I think that I think that goes a long way. People recognise that there's there's an honesty to it that I think people like. You know, I'm not. Mm. There's no smoke and mirrors. This is what you get. 
Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. I try to be nice to everybody. I don't slag anybody off behind their back. I try and be a good person, and you know, I think that's all you can really, do. Really. It's all you can do. It's all you can do. Yeah, we we read so much into ourselves. It's it's crazy that we, we yeah. I, every day every day I go to a gig. Mm. So I say something to someone, and they. And they think that, or they say something, they think they've said the worst thing in the world and they shouldn't have said it. But yeah. you're there to be a comedian. Yeah. This is the place for you to say inappropriate <laughs> things so you don't get from your day job. Well, it's funny. It's funny. There's there's that um, Francis that we've just seen. He does the um, Comedy Unleashed. And so I went and had a look at that to see what it was that you can't be saying in other comedy clubs. And I was watching it. I'm like, oh, this is pretty... This is everyday stuff. Mm. There isn't really anything out of the ordinary. So I don't know... Yeah, I mean, you have to you have to go some to really upset people. I think you know. I think so. Yeah, yeah. you can, you can make a room nervous by yeah. by just by going down a certain subject. But yeah. then they're often the subjects we should be talking about. Yeah, yeah. The fact that you are uncomfortable means that we need to get out in the open and all have a yeah. chat. Which is a lovely little link to your podcast called Insane and the Membrane. We're just going <laughs> to see a nice little call bring back to that. Yeah, no, just just because you mentioned like your own mental health there with with you know coming to terms mm. with or accepting that you were a dick at times and you're a cunt to people yeah and that I just want to know like with the po- I know your reasons for doing the podcast was that you wanted to start having these chats yeah start getting men to talk about how they're feeling about stuff and how they yeah. see the world and, and stuff but was there a part of it that you just wanted to address some of the stuff you've done in the past did you want did, like mm. with, with your profile getting bigger and bigger as, like, as the weeks go by did you because I always worry that if I've done something in the past, been a dick to a girl in the past, or mm. you know, misbehaved or cheated in the past, yeah, or that sort yeah, of stuff, yeah. that it'll be unearthed at some point and then come back to bite you. But if you yeah. face it dead on, yeah. is that sort of the reason you wanted to start having those chats? I think there's an element of that. Some of the things I talk about is, is I think, it's, yeah, clearing the air. I've been very lucky to. Uh, I've, I've always been sh- every relationship I'd ever had I always fucked it up and because I was selfish I had expectations that I brought to it and and, and instead of if I, got, if I wasn't happy in the relationship instead of telling that person that I'm not feeling this I didn't want to upset them so then I'd, I'd then I'd meet someone else and then this whole shit would start again and then I'm like I've got two people and I know they both I've made them feel really special and they make me feel special but I'm being a total cunt now I need to sort this out and I never had the balls to do so then it would all just explode and it'd just be this thing but I've been very lucky to have met some of the people that I've been in relationships with and say to them well, I'm really sorry that I that I did that and a couple of them have said yeah well you, we, I know that you're not a cunt you just you were just being an idiot Mm. so I've been lucky in that respect but yeah there is an element of sometimes I'm like yeah I want to get it out there and go look yeah I did I did do these things and because uh, yeah. it sort of ties into comedy doesn't it yeah. if there's something embarrassing about us or something that we do that's embarrassing if it's on our terms and we address it straight away yeah. then it's fine because we're laughing about it we're, yeah. you know, we're a part of that joke but if it gets undiscovered or, or sorry, discovered by someone else, mm. and then it's up in the open, and you and you've sort of I don't know defended it or, yeah. or denied it, then suddenly you look like even more of a cunt because yeah. you know it's just I because I, I get very nervous about that sort of stuff. You're worried about any sort of skeletons in your closet? Yeah, I do. Out. Yeah, 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 we'll I, later, yeah, but. yeah. But I don't think I I'm really I, I've never really done anything that outrageous. I've been a bit of a cunt, but I've never sexually assaulted anyone and. In this day and age, that's the thing, like with people like Cosby, 
you know he was portraying this like wholesome family man you know he was you know dr cliff huxtable and he was like the, the he was the epitome of the perfect dad he'd done well he's a doctor and he and he had his kids and this and that and blah blah which we know is a character but he was you know even in his stand-up he used to he used to look down his nose at people that would swear in their in, in their comedies like you don't need to swear you gotta keep it clean blah blah blah, blah. and then he's then he's drugging women and doing all these horrible things and you're and that's why that was su- it was such a big shock yeah, to yeah, find yeah. out and I think that's the thing if you're portraying yourself as a good person but you know you've done horrific things like that that's that's next level psychopath yeah. behaviour you know I I don't try and portray myself as like a wholesome pure you know what I know this this oh, I'm, an, I'm an angelic dude I'm not I'm, I, and even now I can be a bit of an asshole <laughs> and, you know and I just try every day I try not to be you know I've got a selfish streak in me a mile wide that I battle with every day and it but I don't I don't walk around like I'm the fucking messiah but self I think selfishness does does sort of come part and parcel with comedy though, doesn't it it has to yeah, I mean yeah. Yeah, I think I think you're ready to be lucky in the sense that you know you're with Jade and, and mm. he's an amazing person amazing comedian you're in the same world you both have the same frames of reference in that sense so you, you both have that understanding of each other's you know yes. one of you's away yeah. she's off, you know, she's doing amazing at the moment so she's spending a lot of time away from you yeah. for those things I'm sure you support and yeah, yeah absolutely yeah 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 but yeah. um when you when you set the boundaries straight away, I think everyone's a lot happier. Mm. I recently lit, 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 um, don't know if you heard it, but I listened to Billy Connolly talking recently. Yeah, and he obviously was a Hamilton Stevenson for all his life, all his yeah, his that's it. whole life. And he said that you know one of the questions was, have you spent all your life? Have you spent all your life spending um, around the world, you know, traveling, staying in hotels, living out of a suitcase? He said, you know, if you want to live out of a suitcase, don't live out of the suitcase, unpack the suitcase, you'll be fine. Yeah. And it's, it's fine, it's what you do when you're together. Yes. You know, and, and he said that that's how his relationships lasted the whole time. You have that element of trust. It's all built on trust, it's all built on yeah. love and all that sort of stuff. It's, well, listen, yeah, Jade, the, the, the relationship I've got with Jade is one of the most honest ones I've ever been in. And, and I, I mean, no disrespect to my ex-wife. She's a wonderful, wonderful woman. And every every relationship I've been in, they've been incredible people. It's just that I wasn't ready to be in that relationship or I just, I just, I don't know. For whatever reason, I wasn't, I hadn't got my head around a few things. And so I was an absolute tosser to some beautiful, beautiful people. I've been very lucky, all very supportive. So with all that in mind, I'm like, right, I've met great people before and I fucked it. Now, I don't want to do that again. So with Jade, I've just gone like, right, listen, there's everything. There's my, these are all my passwords to all my social media. This is all my emails. This is everything. Um, you are, you have free reign to go in there and, and have it on your phone or wherever you want. And and, and, it's, and it's that. I think it's just... I've, I now realise how important uh, trust is and honesty. Honesty, I was never honest. That's the mm. thing. I was with beautiful people, but for whatever reason, I wasn't feeling it. You know, there wasn't the connection quite there and or it was there and it had gone. And, you know, and instead of just going, I'm not feeling this anymore, I'm really sorry. I was pretending it was still there, but then fucking around somewhere else. But this time I'm very honest and, you know, and I think that it's it, that's I think that that helps me uh, that just helps me I've never been called reliable before wow and you have I'm now. now I'm now people used to call me reliable 
And that, you have no idea how important that is and how incredible that feels. Trustworthy, reliable, honest. Uh, these are, this, it's, it, it means the world to me to have that. And I really don't want to lose any of that. And before you wouldn't have, you wouldn't have really cared about that. Yeah, you get lost in yourself. You're too busy because you have expectations. You're too busy thinking, well, I need, this is what I require. And when I get, when I get what I require, then she can have blah, blah, blah. Instead of you going to the relationship like, right, what, what will make this work? What, this is a beautiful person. What can I, what can I do? to make this person have a great life and then and then we'll have a great life it was always like me 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 and what I need and all that and so getting rid of all that and and putting the, the other person first has been it's been incredible because the other thing is as well Jade's getting famous yeah and yeah. we're both in the, like, the same line of work and I get this uh, people say to me all the time how do you how do you handle the fact that she's becoming really well known and you're not and I'm like it doesn't it doesn't even enter my head it was going to be one of the questions I going to ask. Yeah. His answer to form is great. It's, well, I'll tell you what, it's, I get great satisfaction. It shows that that selfish streak in me is not as big as it once was because I don't feel, I don't feel, uh, I'm, not, I'm not upset. I don't feel jealous in any way, shape or form. In fact, anything, if I can help Jade with anything, it really makes me feel good. I feel like I've achieved something. Like, we, like Jade's going on tour and I'm the support. You know, and that's, and I'm fine with that. I'm absolutely fine with that. You know, she did her Amazon Prime uh, record, and I did the warm up for that. You know, I'm, I'm more than happy to do that. It just show, it shows me that I'm a better person. That's amazing, man. I mean, yeah. To be honest, you you say that, but you're you're really well respected in the industry, mate. There's every, Thanks, like, mate. you might not be famous or on everyone's screens, but amongst comedians, amongst promoters, amongst the big names like Frank Skinner and, and um, Sarah Millican. Nice. You know, you're very well respected. It's, Thanks, man. It's, and, you know, meeting Sean today, like, you know, having a chat to him about it and he just said he's just a great, great guy. He's a oh, good egg. man. And I so, love, yeah, that's that's nice to know. And, and like, you were at Wine Gums in Cambridge a, like, six months ago or something. Um, um yeah. With uh, Nessie. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And um, it was a particularly—I think it was a particularly cold room at the time. But you just went up and just absolutely smashed oh, it. Yeah, that was a good room. That. Yeah. Yeah, nice one, man. And so, yeah. it, I, I, everyone, every time I've seen like I think guys from the Glasgow Boys in Nibswich, um, who oh, uh, yeah. gigging, you think you closed it or you opened this, the show or something, and they were opening. Uh, yeah, they did yeah. Open spots in the middle, and he said that you know everyone else sort of struggled, and then you just come on and just just got everyone oh, involved nice and, one, man. and I was saying even Sean was saying he was saying um, earlier he said what we could all pick up as comedians is that ability just to amalgamate whatever we're doing and just adapt to any room and that you just all like ability uh, thanks man you I speak a lot on your podcast about being a cunt in the past but <laughs> the audience certainly don't think so no that's not say it. <laughs> well, like yeah I'm, I'm just maybe I'm over I'm trying to over address past past failings Oh, maybe no, they're, just, they're just stepping yeah. stones into growing and yeah. becoming a better person absolutely so. I think with the I've I've uh, I MC a lot and the MC the job of the MC is to be on the side of the audience and go right well, listen I'm going to take you on a journey there's some brilliant acts that are on tonight right and this is what I require from you and so and we will do if we do this together this will be a brilliant night and so and that, so that comes, so I've been doing it 15 years now. So that, so now I'm able to walk into a room and go, right, what do we need? Okay, right, well, right, you're a bit cunty over there. Okay, why, why are you being a bit cunty? What's going on? Have you had a shit day? Have you had this? Have you had Relating to these people, 
as if you're you are just because you're in front of them that doesn't mean you're you're not special you're you are still a person that's been through the same things as them last night for instance there was these three lads and they were chipping in at the gig and I could and I was already sussing it out I'm like right okay that's the guy that drives the van those are the two lads that work with him he's the ringleader he makes all the jokes in the van because everything the other two lads were doing was like, it was like to impress him and they were wearing like um, they were wearing uniforms basically like uh, polo shirts with the name of the company on so I'm like right so they're out of town they're working on a job in Camden right and so they've gone okay let's find out and I was sussing all this out before I went on and I went up and then the ringleader said something to me and then I just went right bang you listen I know what's going on I just did what I've just said to you yeah. and they were like ah oh, shit fuck how do you I'm like what are you working on and oh we're, we're doing the box park at the, at the market I'm like oh right and then just got into that but then that that comes from remembering where you come from like I've, I used to work I used to work amongst these people so all that that you've got that in your armory, you've got the fact that you're one of them in your armory, and that brings everybody on board. And that's just it's just I've just learned that over the fifteen years, you know. Yeah. I don't see myself as above them. I see myself as one of them. I'm just able to be funnier. That's yeah. all. Yeah. Because I commonly see often like headlines come into a show, but they come in really late, so mm. they come in just literally in time for their their set. Yeah, and they've not read anything in the room. Like, no. I'd really find that difficult. Like going into a cold room, where you know it's cold because you don't know what's happened there. So if you yeah. say something to the wrong person, they've probably been spoken to twenty times already tonight. Yeah. So you have to be careful like that. Do you always like to be there early and just sort of absorb the atmosphere? Um, if some, yeah, if I can. Sometimes you're doubling. Sometimes you're you're opening somewhere and you're closing somewhere else. So that can be tricky. But you have to. You have to. Even when you get there, just say, you know, have a quick word with someone if you can get a chance to go, who's been spoken to? Are they, or, or just assume that the front row have all been spoken to. You know, if you go up there and you go, oh, so what's your, you know, you're starting like you're, it's the beginning of the gig, you're going to look like a twat. So if I can, I do get there early to get a feel of the room and see what's what. But if I'm doubling, it's tricky, but always ask. What's, yeah, what's, ask what's gone MC, on? Or, yeah, just ask. Yeah. What's, what's happening? Has it been? Has it been all right? You know, yeah. just just yeah, get some information somewhere. Don't just wander on because it it might kick you in the nuts, <laughs> <laughs> so to speak. Yeah, 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 yeah. For the vagina. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Hello, it's Luke Anton here. Just interrupting my own podcast to let you know that we have exclusive content and you can run over to my website, luke-antony.co.uk. There's a big banner there that says click here for exclusive content. You hit that, you give me a small monthly donation and it gives you access to some bonus content. It's got unheard conversations. It's got some anecdotes that I've told comedians but never put in the final edit and a new feature called the Comedians Bonus Outlook. And what that is is a set of funny questions that usually get some funny answers and there's a bit of banter, a bit of to and fro and that's just really, really fun to do. There's also a link in the show notes so you can click that too and that takes you to the webpage where you can find that. Anyway, back to the episode. I'll speak to you again at the end. Love you lots. Okay, so... How long are you allowed to say that this is Britain's favourite podcast on your podcast? I just say it. You just say it? Yeah. You just say it? I just say it. Okay, I thought you won an award or something. Like nah. Yeah. I don't know. I just say it. Right, a well-prepared interviewer would have would have found that information out before I the question. <laughs> I, I just say it. I just say it. And I say it, the nation's favourite podcast, your favourite podcast. I just say it. It's not real. No, that's, that's true, though, because that, that's one of those things where you just play some people's brains. 
just they be positive just, yeah yeah, yeah. Like, it just they, they think that it's like asking for like ratings I always feel a bit sick when I do it yeah like, record that bit I think oh, I feel really I, bad yeah bad. I have to do that as well but like, you have to do it because, yeah because if they don't if you don't ask them they don't do it I spoke to Ian's, Ian Boldsworth who does the Parapod with Barry yeah, Dodds it's one of my favourite podcasts ever um, and I said to him I said I really I worry I said get in my own head when I'm when I'm asking about the ratings I'll say can you go and give us a five star rating and then put us a review and I and now and I'm like if you give us a review uh, I'll I'll give you a shout out on, a, on an episode and all that and I said to him I just feel cheap doing it not to the people because I want to do the shout outs I want I want to say hello to people that mm. have messaged in but asking for money and things like that like let's talk of Patreon and then let's talk of this and but he said he goes yeah but you're it's cost you money yeah 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 you know you're, you're travelling in and out to Comedy Central to do the recording or you're driving miles like I, I interviewed James Atkins the lead singer of EMF yeah yeah and I drove two hours from Derby to interview him at his house and two hours back so you know you're spending money and so and, and he did he put my mind at ease he's like hey, listen you need you st- this, yeah what you're doing is, is a good thing but you still need to invest stuff in it you know, so getting the ratings and getting them, getting the, a couple of quid, is all fine. You know, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I wouldn't, I don't feel bad about there's that. There's no, there's no way of making money. I mean, the big names put things on audiobook, don't they? That's, that's yeah, what they do. That's how they make their money from it. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. If podcasts, you do. Yeah, it does hemorrhage cash if you're traveling around. That's oh, why I try book like six in a day if I can. Best way, best way. Yeah, one place. So I just try and find a location. Yeah, where you can record and then just invite them all to that place, which mutually. Yeah, London's great because you can do loads yeah. in London but. so next week I've got to do I'm doing an interview for a YouTube channel but it's in Brighton so I'm like okay who do, who's down in Brighton that I want to talk to for mine so then I'm like oh cool so then yeah so then I'm going to do that while I'm down there and yeah if you're if you're organised you know mm. you, you get shit done it's ama- amazing how many great great no, great names have been reaching out to be on the podcast. Um, you've got mm. James Acaster coming, haven't you? Yes. Is that, this, do you know when that's going to be released? That's coming out. Uh, that's going to come out after Christmas because he's got um, because he's because he's on tour and there's a bit in it that we talked about that's in the show that will be a bit of a it will be a bit of a spoiler. So okay. he said, would, "Would you be all right putting it out after the so it'll probably come out in January?" Um, but that's just all the goodwill I've built up over the last 15 years just by being a decent person to people in green rooms and now I say to people do you want to come on and they're like yeah and so thanks to Rob Beckett and people like that that have been on people go oh you've had Rob on oh I'll come and do it so now there's that snowball effect people go oh they've done it I'll, I'll get there yeah, so, yeah yeah Heston Blumenthal's coming on Fucking hell. At some point, I've just got to nail him down. But um, yeah, isn't yeah. it annoying when you get these people and you're so apprehensive about announcing mm. names? You know, because yeah, you, yeah, yeah. if they cancel, then you're like the right prick. Yeah, but this is I saw. I've seen him a couple of times, and every time he's like, "Let's do it, let's do it." I'm like, "All right." So that'd be a really good one. Having to spend some time with him. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that just comes from being a, the good one. I think I might have been a bit of a dick in my personal life, but in comedy, I haven't. Mm. I've not I haven't really I'm fucked anyone over I've not I think it's the one thing I've not fucked up that and being a parent yeah I think are the two things I've not fucked up 
And it can be quite hard because there there can be a lot of people talking behind people's backs in yes. rooms. And there's a lot of shitting on people, especially early on. Yeah. In like when you're trying to climb the ladder. Absolutely. People are sort of yeah, throwing people yeah. under the bus, people talk about who not to book and all that sort of stuff. And it yeah. could be quite toxic. Whereas I just I don't know if you're the same, but I just sort of sit back and absorb it all. Yeah. And just leave it happen. Don't get involved. I'm not gonna be the dick here. Yeah. And if someone says, Oh, what do you think to this person? I said I've not I've not really seen him perform I don't know much about him mm. I can't really judge him yeah you know I, I don't know if you're, you're the same like because you know, in green rooms it can be you can be drawn dragged into these things yeah quite easily I try to avoid if there's if there's certain people I know that are in agreement that I know is going to be pretty negative I tend not to go in um, I'll just I'll say hello to them when I get there but I'll just keep myself to myself and because I've been caught up in that bit where I've been sat and everyone's moaning about like a promoter not paying or, or so or whatever and it just gets into you and you're like oh, I don't need that I need to be a bit more I need more positivity so um, <clears throat> I think the, the answer is don't just don't get into it mm. don't look at what other people are doing you know like again with Jade I mean it'd be really easy for me to be bitter and jealous because I've been going 15 years she's been going 10 and it would it'd be easy for me to just say alright what about me what about me like she just did I just I did the comedy store last year I did the comedy store in London did the whole weekend it's a brilliant weekend I love doing the comedy store because it's a real sense of achievement you're like a fucking store man <laughs> and then I get in on Sunday and we're sitting there and, she's, and, and she, we're just sitting around and she just says oh what are you doing what are you doing Monday I went oh nothing I don't think I've got anything in and she went oh do you want to do you want to come to my gig and then she went she went quiet and I went I said, what is it she went I'm just filming this thing for the television I'm like oh cool 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 what is it and she wouldn't tell me I'm like, what is it what is it and she went oh, it's my episode of Live from the Comedy Store and that was the one time I went you don't do the fucking store have what what <laughs> I had this like joke kind of like you don't but you don't do the store and yeah. but then I went and then I got hammered with um, Don's uh, the, the owner of the club's son so, okay. Good day. Good day. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But my advice, yeah, don't get involved. Don't look at what other people are doing. Just focus on yourself, and don't get too, don't get wrapped up. Don't spend too much time on social media. That's the, that's the thing. But today, uh, I realised when I met you, I haven't spoken to anyone all day. I really? <laughs> yeah. That's why it was a bit weird when I saw you because I'm like, you're the first person I've spoken to. Shit, mate, I thought you were better than this. You spoke, you've spoken about this on your podcast. <laughs> and you've been told, told people to go out and have a coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I had a date. No, I, was, I, wasn't, I wasn't hiding from anyone. There no. is that. I mean, I do suffer with depression. But not, I don't, do you know what? I get depression. I don't suffer with it. I just, I, I battle it sometimes. Mm. Um, but today was just a day of I was getting shit done I was getting admin done and our flat was admin up most the job. I crazy. fucking hate admin and now I have to do the graphics for our podcast you have to do them Jade used to do it but now she's too busy so now I've had to do it and I am not good at Photoshop so those wonderful the wonderful banners we get with all the writing and the heads on of the guests and all that it takes me a day to do one <laughs> so it's hard man it's hard because then because then you know you'll never get to the end of it no you'll never get to the end I know that I've accepted this now that there's admin that I will just never get done or I will get done but something else won't get done it you'll get, never get done yeah you'll never get to the end of it especially in this industry there is, I said this as well there isn't there's no destination anyway for what we're doing this, this, this idea that we've got in our heads that oh I can't wait to get to that bit because yeah. then that bit there'll be the next bit 
there's never going to be there's never a destination it's literally just the journey and along that journey there's a fuck ton of admin <laughs> and it sucks just don't do it <laughs> <laughs> Stick to the open mics, you'll be fine. Stick to the, yeah, stick yeah. to the open mics. Yeah. Yeah, beware the moors. <laughs> <laughs> if, you can, if you can live your life without a laugh for a, a good 20 years and the open mic nights are performing to other comedians, then. I've done that, do yeah. That. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, that's the other thing as well. If you're, when you're starting out, it isn't live at the Apollo when you start out. You, no. are, you are talking to three men and a dog. And, it, and, it, and often they, they are the comedians yeah yeah, yeah. are in their heads anyway yeah and you've really got to want to do it you've really got to want there's a lot of you'll spend a lot of time travelling you spend a lot of time in your car um, you'll spend a lot of time hanging around at bus stations and train stations and well what's great about that you'll have loads of time to listen to Rich's uh, loads podcast. of time so charge <laughs> up your headphones yeah tuck in yeah <laughs> that would be a really good place to end it but I'm not going <laughs> to uh, that's what we're doing with, no, with, with Sean with Sean McLaughlin I just, I just said right we're just going to let it go silent and as, as we'll just fade out at this point <laughs> I won't even put the end music on I just let it just, just drift so off it goes, yeah yeah and, and maybe people can listen to it before we go to bed a bit like a bit like headspace <laughs> Well, we could do we could do that with this one and then fade it into in mine in like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man I mean so what's your what's your next plan I mean I, I think it's so refreshing to it's, it's so natural to get jealous about what people have got yeah and definitely the trouble is with jealousy is that you you're almost wishing them for not to not have it so you can yeah, have it. yeah there's some there are some people that some successful people that it's not enough for them to be successful they want everybody else to fail as well you know what I mean yeah. so yeah it's it's a it's don't get me wrong I, I'm, I'm a human being there's sometimes I've gone how the fuck how the fuck are they being they're being touted as the next big thing how the fuck is that I've worked with you you've just died on your ass every time I saw you but you have to check yourself and go alright I can see what's happening here and you have to kind of there's a lot of effort it, takes, it does take effort mm. but you, the rewards are so magnificent it's really worth doing yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm part of that jealousy I'm part of that jealousy yeah I mean I mean so one of the things with like insane in the membrane like mm. doing the podcast is that and I hate talking about it because everyone keeps recognising me for that now no, that's fine you've done, I don't you've mind. done 15 years of <laughs> stopping out in the comedy yeah. clubs and everything and uh, how you and the first thing you're really the ghost viral is insane in the membrane podcast. that's completely fine I'm, yeah. I'm, so, I'm so proud of it and I am I used to I, mean, I used to uh, when I was at college I did uh, City and Girls Community Care so I worked in old people's homes I looked after children with uh, mental and physical disabilities so I've always been in I've had a sort of care worker you know edge to whatever I was doing mm. um I got an MVQ certificate for bus driving because I was a very cautious and thoughtful driver. <laughs> so I got this. Have you got this in the post? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got it. It's got. Yeah. I've, they, I've got the. I've still got the, the, the certificate. Three of the months. The most <laughs> proudest. The, the last time we had a real job. It was yeah. 90, 1996. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so there's always there's always been an element of I do I do care about people, as well as having this selfish I do give a shit about people. So. I think this the the, the 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 podcast is just a culmination of everything that I've done. It's now become it's all been mashed into this, mm. you know. So there's so there's the comedy side of it. There's humour, but there's there's the uh, there's the care as well. I give a shit. 
Mm. That's why I do it. Someone last night, uh, Thomas Deacon, Tom Deacon came to the show in Camden, mm. literally because he heard me on the podcast. So, oh wow! Yeah, oh, wow. So it's, it, I like doing it, and I'm and I'm happy to be recognised for it. And so with with speaking to so you hear so many stories, you hear often really hard stories, and I'm sure there's more to this, the conversations mm. than than what makes the final cut. Whilst you're battling your own depression, your own battles and everything else, how do you keep yourself up when you hear such dark stories at times? Um, I think, I think my my threshold for darkness is quite is quite out there. You have to really go some for me to go. Oh, blimey! Okay. So, you uh, my podcast yet? Yeah, very good. My one coming yet? You need to confess. You need to confess some things. Yeah. Um, you know that's my solicitor just coming in <laughs> I used to work in a, in, a, in a funeral directors and you'd, you'd see old people you know and you go and in your head you're like well they you know yeah it's not nice but they got old and they died and it's the circle of life that's what happens you know but seeing young people die being dead is that I think that that was a shock to me. This young lad had died of cancer, and then I saw the mortician was dressed in him for the, for the ceremony, and that was quite. That was a bit much. Um, when I did, I've done gigs for the troops. Uh, there's a hospital uh, where they come back and they recuperate. And we did a gig there, and I'd never I'd never done a gig there before. And Angie, who runs the gig, said, "Go out and say hello to everybody, and, and you know, get acclimatised." So I walked out. As I walked out, there's this young girl walking on crutches. And her legs were like dragging behind her. And she's walking along. And I'm like, holy shit. That's, she's been, that, someone did that to her. She got blown up. And someone did that to her. That's not, that's not nature. That's not, because nature is not nice. But you kind of go, that was just something that happened in nature and, you know, whatever else. But someone did that to that poor girl. And I went back in the office and I had to sit down for a minute and go, shit, I just... I just need a minute. I just need a minute. That was a decision that they yeah. made to do that to somebody. Yeah, someone's gone. I'm going to hurt someone today, and then that girl's the one that got it. And you're like, Jesus. Um, so I've had years where the old people's home, like when they would die, the funeral directors weren't seeing people die. Like I see, having to collect babies that have been stillborn and things like that. You know. So I've had years of having to process mm. this stuff. So now, when people are talking to me about things, I find it easier to, I have the tools to be able to deal with it. I, I don't take it home with me, I don't, I don't, I mean, I'll ponder it, I'll, I'll be like, oh, that's a shame, I didn't realize that they were going through that. Like Ishan Akbar came on and talked about his, his suicide attempt. Yeah. yeah, and went into detail, and we were laughing about it, but afterwards I was talking to him about it, and I said that, I, I didn't know that about you. I think you said it on the podcast. Oh, did I? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, well, I didn't, I just didn't, know, I've known Ishan a couple of years and I didn't know that. And it, you're like, shit, man. I think that's what hit me more. It's the fact that I didn't know. And I'm you like, could have been there for him and you think, well, yeah, I was him. You could have had a yeah. chat, yeah. But that's again, like, there's a guy I know called Brad who does another podcast to do with mental health. And he put a message up the other day, he tried to kill himself. And you're like, well, so I don't know what people are going through mate you just don't know you don't know and especially with social media we all portray this amazingness but you know like, well, like you were saying about me like people go oh you're really cool you're listening to that. but some I have days where I can't get out of bed and I'll be lying there just thinking I feel like a piece of shit I feel like my life's wasted 
and I don't don't like myself and everything's shit and, and it really takes me a lot to I have to shout out loud get out of bed you fucking wanker really yeah, right, and, yeah. and, it, and everybody's I think everybody's got a, a level of that mm. um, but yeah I th- I'm not I've got I'm able to deal with the, the, the I don't take it I don't lug other people's darkness around but I'm able to talk to them about it which I like I think I think that's a really great way to leave it because earlier on we spoke about how you know a lot of your growth as a man and as a person as a, and as just as just a great guy was 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 overcoming being a, a dick and, yeah. and your past and everything like that and I think to sort of leave it with a message that you know just stay happy be safe, yeah be honest and love each other you know absolutely be honest with be yourself honest. if you're when you, when I started it was all about right. I'm the cunt in all this how do I stop being a cunt and it sort of went from that because you're the only one you've got control over you know if someone else is being a cunt too you could just not see him anymore that doesn't stop them being a cunt they're going to go and do it to someone else but if you're the one that's being a shitty person you can do something about it if you really want to so yeah peace and love baby to yourself and others so that was Rich Wilson what a top bloke what a top bloke he really is do you know what he's an example of somebody who has got some demons in the past he's, he's misbehaved he's cheated on a couple of ex-girlfriends you know but he's addressing it now he's he's admitted to it he's he's talking about it openly he's an example of growth he's an example of somebody who admits their wrongs and then does and is just honest about what they've done wrong and I think we can learn so much from that message and, and Rich as a person really because you know if you're a comedian watch this guy he's one of the best comedians out there he's got the bravado he's got the way of speaking to people he's got this likability that he uses on stage and it's just something that comedians can learn from and then just as a person you know you have a past and then you just admit to all those things that you've done wrong or that you feel that you've done wrong and you're just honest about it and then you react in the most positive way possible and start a podcast called Insane in the Men Brain where men pour their hearts out about their mental health it's just brilliant just amazing just go go over and listen to that podcast now it's it's really really good there's some amazing episodes on there and i'm going to be on a soon but that's not why i'm telling you to go there it's just an amazing podcast he's an awesome awesome guy and yeah he's, he's destined for greatness and jade adams his his partner who he hates mentioning on every he ends up mentioning on every podcast you know just follow them they're a real example of a beautiful couple i think there's a lot we can learn from the two of them there's a lot we can learn from the way they are with each other. So that's that's Rich Wilson. That's a, what a way, what a way to end that. Don't forget, you can listen to some bonus content if you go over to my website, luke-anthony.co.uk. There's a big thing that says click here for exclusive content. There's also a link in the episode notes. Please subscribe, rate and review the podcast wherever you listen to it. It really does help. And also there's a load of information about how you can follow Rich, a link to his podcast and all that sort of stuff in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening and tune in next week when I speak to a great comedian called Jake Steers. See you later. Hello, I'm Luke Anthony. Do you love hearing about the stars' careers, lives and mental health? Well, Meet the Stars is a brand new podcast all about that. Join me every week from Wednesday the 2nd of December for an excellent conversation with a different star each episode. Simply go over to members.starevents.online to become a member, which gives you exclusive access to every episode and so many other brilliant features just for you. See you there.